In this episode of Locked On Capitals, Brian McClellan isn't done yet. He signed Gabriel Carlson to a deal today. Let's get to know him next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. If you like the videos, hit the thumbs up button. That really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So, wow, just a busy season for Brian McClellan, as he is not done yet today. Um, I record these a couple days in advance. So Wednesday, Brian McClellan goes out and signs what appears to be a depth defense signing in the form of Gabriel Carlson. Um the Washington Capitals have signed defenseman Gabriel Carl- Carlson to a one-year two-way contract. Senior Vice President and General Manager Brian McClellan announced today. Carlson, 25, recorded nine points, two goals, seven assists in 38 games with Columbus Blue Jackets in 21-22. The six-foot-five, 195-pound defenseman established single-season career highs in goals, assists, points and games played last season while leading the Blue Jackets defenseman in plus minus Carlson has also appeared in two games with the Cleveland Monsters of the AHL where he registered two assists the Sweden native has played parts of five seasons with Cleveland appearing in an an, an AHL career high 67 games with the Monsters in the 18-19 season during the 18-19 season Carlson recorded 12 points two goals, 10 assists, and added three assists in the eight Calder Cup playoffs. Carlson has recorded 16 points, three goals, 13 assists, and 75 career NHL games with Columbus and 146 career AHL games with Cleveland. Carlson has recorded 32 points, six goals, 26 assists. Carlson was drafted by Columbus in the first round, 29th overall in the 2015 NHL draft. And to me, what does this indicate? This indicates to me that Brian McClellan is saying these jobs that you think you know where these players are going You have no idea. What Brian McClellan has said is it's going to be a battle for the positions. It's not going to be Connor Brown on the top line right wing. It's not just going to be a job given to him. There are going to be some other players that are going to be fighting for those jobs. Some of those will be players that are already on the team. Maybe Anthony Mantha will battle him out and get that top line right wing spot. You know, it doesn't really, you know, we don't really know for sure. Dylan Strom, another one. He's uh, fixing to be the second line center. But is that actually going to be the case? I'd like to think that Connor McMichael and Lars Eller would like to challenge him for that job. So I think what Mac is doing is he's kind of fostering this competitive environment where, you know, you think you have this job, but not so fast. He's kind of stockpiling his options. And I think that Mac is going out there and doing this very tactfully. 
Um, and I would say that that is the case here with Gabriel Carlson as well. Um, he's not a household name, but to be sure, but I'm um, just looking at his stats before doing this show seems to be a pretty solid pickup and it is a two way deal. So he could ultimately play for the bears if need be, but just a really good thing for Mac is he is being aggressive and he's, he, what he's indicating to me. And I think to the rest of the capitals fans is I'm not going to go into next season, you know, and get blindsided. I'm going to cover all of my bases and make sure that I have addressed every situation that I possibly can. There are the outliers. There are the intangibles out there that you can anticipate who is going to get injured. That is why Mac has gone out and got these players because defensemen do get injured. And instead of just kind of falling flat on your face and going, well, man, I didn't see that coming. You have options. And I, I think that that's what the Capitals have done. Uh, in the form of, you know, assigning Matt Irwin to that new uh, new deal. And uh, so I think that the Capitals are sitting in a pretty good position, you know, defensively in this case as they head into the fall. Uh, but you can never have too many defensemen anyway. Uh, but just looking at it, the left shooting Carlson will likely join Lucas Johansson, Irwin, and Gustafson in what has become a crowded competition for a third pairing uh, next to Trevor Van Riemsdyk, writes RMNB, the Swedish rigor, um Regard was selected 29th overall in the 2015 NHL draft by the Columbus Blue Jackets and has spent his entire career up until this point in that organization. Overall in his career, he has gotten into 75 NHL games. So a little bit of raw talent, I guess you could say. But I think that, you know, I'll take some of that raw talent because what do we talk about all the time in this podcast is this is a team that needs to get younger and faster and and if that's the case, if he's a couple of years out, that's fine to me. And uh, it looks like he is poised to be a great uh, person to to slot in on this team. Like I say, injuries are things you can't anticipate. I don't think the Capitals anticipated Nick Baxter missing a majority of this next season or probably the entire season. That's why they went out and signed Dylan Strom. And, you know, why I give such praise to, to Mac is you look at some of the GMs around the league and, you know, they make those uh, mistakes. They, they're they like, well, you know, Nick Backstrom got injured. I hope that we have someone in Hershey that's going to fill that spot. And my question to them is, what if you don't? Then what, are you just going to totally throw next season into the garbage can? So I think that, you know, that's just some real good foresight. That is Mac's ability to see down the football field, if you will, and not get blindsided by what's coming. And I think that, you know, picking up Gabriel here is a good option. Is he going to be a starter? I don't know. It's going to be a fight in the defensive ranks. You have Lucas Johansson, who's definitely going to be fighting for a job. You have Alex Alexiev, who's going to be out four to five months, but you better believe that when he is healthy, he's going to be fighting for a job. You have Borgstrom. You know, so I think that it's going to be a battle for some of those uh, defensive jobs. And I think, like I say, I think that a healthy, competitive environment is good for this team. It's good for most any sport. Um, like I talked about in the previous podcast, if you just kind of give a job to someone, then I don't think they take it as seriously. They're like, well, I have this and, I, you know, I can't lose this job. You can lose those jobs. And Mac has shown that, that, you know, I'm going to foster kind of a competitive environment and I think that the Capitals team and the fans are going to be the benefactors in this case because you are going to have players out there that fought for those jobs. And um, and I think that just puts them in a good in a good spot going forward. Um, like I say, anytime you just give someone anything, 
I don't think that, you know, anything really good can come from that. And uh, good on Mac for doing that. I think that uh, having a competitive environment uh, is what the doctor ordered. All right. After the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Gabriel Carlson. But first, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered in just an excellent website. So if you're watching a game out there and you're kind of like, meh, I don't really care about the outcome of this. Put some money on this game. I think it'll make it that much more interesting, and BetOnline has you covered. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action and happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. So on Wednesday, the Capitals went out and they signed Gabriel Carlson to a deal. And, uh, you know, just let's take a look at the scouting report. That's what I like to do in these previews and uh, just kind of, you know, look at the history of these players. Who are they really? So the scouting report on him is that he is a big stay-at-home defenseman with excellent reach and good hockey sense. Carlson is also quite mobile for his size and has good first pass offensively. He will never put up any big numbers, but has the potential to become more than capable a shutdown defenseman. And I got to say, that's pretty good. I mean, that is someone's assessment of him um, as a scouting report. Uh, That was from Elite Prospects. And, uh, you know, that's that's what you're looking for in these things. I mean, anytime you ever look at the scouting report on some of these players and you're like, ugh, that doesn't sound so good, then they're probably never going to be that great. So um, just if you can even vet these players out even a little bit, uh, I do think it helps. This is a report from 2022 talking about uh, Gabriel Carlson and nothing else. Carlson established himself as a full-time NHL player, a full-time player as he is a one-way contract and spends time practicing with big club full time while on long stretches in the press box. The Blue Jackets, a second 2015 first round pick has not yet been able to carve out a permanent spot in the defensive core. He has been stuck in a revolving door this year and all rotating in and out of the bottom pairing. It's kind of hard to write and have a real strong opinion about players one way or the other. I suppose that isn't the worst thing for a bottom pairing defenseman, considering if he was truly awful, there would be some strong opinions about him. And uh, this is a report uh, from SB Nation talking about uh, Carlson. And, you know, that was kind of the role that he fit on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets is a depth defenseman. But, you know, maybe that was just, uh, you know, him being a victim of his surroundings. Columbus was not that great last year. And, uh, you know, they kind of went out and swung for the fences and they got Johnny Goudreau. So no doubt the Columbus Blue Jackets will be a different team next year. But this past season, they weren't that great. So you could say that maybe he would have been a better player if not for playing on the Blue Jackets. If you take out understandable disappointment of him not living up to his draft position, he can be actually a useful piece on a team going forward. Um, 
his contract status and talking about him. The high point, not long after finally cracking the lineup, Carlson helped the Blue Jackets with their improbable home and home sweep of the Colorado Avalanche. He posted a pair of points in the two games, including a beauty of a snipe to open the scoring in the second game. Low point, though, Carlson went into COVID protocol right around the start of the initial outbreak around Christmas that caused the league to postpone a bunch of games. When he was activated, he was once again found tough to get back into the lineup. In the span of almost a month, he saw playing time just once, choosing to deploy Dean Kukin and um, Gavin Bayother over him. So his report card, this is from SB Nation. I honestly don't know uh, if that is being generous or if I had no expectation. He rated him a B-. Whatsoever for the player, he wasn't horrible when he played, was a plus six on the year, tops of the team, and put up career high points. The Jackets can and have done a lot worse when it comes to seventh defensemen. And, you know, again, if that's what he ends up being, then that's what he ends up being. But that's just, that's the book on him. Um, A lot of times when you pick up these depth players, you don't have any real knowledge of who and what they are. So when I do these player profiles, that's what I'm trying to to let you know, is who is this player that's going to be joining this Caps team? And as the book, if you look at him, he was a top draft pick, but he was a bit of a depth defenseman, a seventh defenseman on the Blue Jackets. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that's because of a poor coaching assessment or if he was really that bad. But um, I would like to think that, you know, under the leadership of Peter Laviolette and his team, maybe he can get better. That's the optimistic outlook to it anyway, because at the end of the day, Mac and company looked at him and saw him as being a good acquisition to make. If you take a look at kind of a depleted decor for the Washington Capitals, I know that we have Alexiev and I know that we have Lucas Johansson, but... Are they going to live up to potential? Uh, still kind of both unproven commodities in and of themselves. Um, I, Lucas Johansson has been one of those names that you've heard around for a long time, but has never really materialized, whether it be due to injury or whatever the case is. And if you take a look at Alexi of last season, in, in, in training camp, he actually looked rather well, but now he's derailed with this injury. So I think, you know, like I was talking about in the first segment, a battle for the positions on the team are a good thing. You don't want to just dole these out and go, you know, you're going to be my top uh, line right wing and you're going to be my second line center. You know, what that is, is satisfaction is the death of desire. And if you don't have these players out there hungry, really wanting to, to go out and earn those jobs, then I think, you know, you can kind of just go about it, you know, half cocked, if you will. So I think really good for the Capitals for stockpiling their options, you know, and, you know, like you can take a look at it like a chess match. If it doesn't work out uh, for the Caps, okay, maybe a good option for the Bears because we know both of those teams need options going forward. And uh, I think that Carlson does that. And, you know, that's interesting on this team. We keep signing players that, you know, we have uh, dittos of their names, if you will. There's a, a couple Carlsons on the team. There's a few Connors on the team. So <laughs> kind of just a, a strange thing. And I guess just uh, a fact of names that are popular when those uh, um, players were born, I guess. But uh, just uh, it's going to you're going to really have to be on your toes when listening to the games. I mean, I guess, you know, when they talk about and they do the play by play, it's usually by the last name anyway. So but uh, just kind of an in- interesting uh, phenomenon that I uh, noticed uh, while looking at the, the players that the Capitals picked up. All right, so after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about uh, Gabriel Carlson and where does he fit in this team. But first, which NFL stars moves the betting line the most? 
Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL whenever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, so welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. This is the summer edition. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And like I talked about, this show will be switching to three days a week next, starting next week through uh, August. So just three, uh, three shows a week for the foreseeable future after this week. Uh, but we will be ramping up for the start of next season. And then, of course, uh, we will have going back to five days a week. But in this episode, we are talking about Gabriel Peterson and who, or Carlson, excuse me. Who is he exactly? Why did the Capitals pick him up? If you take a look at his record, um, the Columbus Blue Jackets who picked Carlson in the 2015 NHL draft announced on April 19th, 2016, that he was signed a three-year entry-level contract with the franchise. He made his NHL debut, like I talked about, and played in five Stanley Cup playoff games on October 15th, 2715, Carlson was injured during a game against the Rangers and was subsequently placed on injured reserve. Carlson started the 18-19 season with the Blue Jackets in the NHL and was um, reassigned to the Cleveland Monsters on October 10th. Um, and, you know, this is a guy, like I say, like I talked about in the previous podcast when I was talking about Charlie Lindgren, these guys earned their spot to be on an NHL team. These were not players that were just given their jobs. And if you take a look at him last season in the 21-22 season and 38 games played, two goals, seven assists. And, um, you know, when you take a look at his record, it is not uh, something that jumps out at you like, wow, we got to have that guy on this team. You know, some players have to know the role. Irwin, you know, understands his role. He understands that he is going to be a depth player on this team and is okay with it. And, uh, you know, not everyone can be a top line or a top pairing on a team. And uh, I think at this point, he probably realizes that he is a depth a defenseman on this team. But I don't think that that takes away his hunger to want to prove himself because, that's what these players need to do is if it doesn't work out for the cap, say they want to find a role on, a, on an NHL team somewhere. Uh, they worked so hard in most of these cases. If you look at these kids that are playing out there, most of them are kids. I mean, some of these guys are in their twenties and thirties, but you know, some of them get started at a really young age and they've been at it for some time. So, I mean, that's why they, they put that effort out there. That's why they always want to try to get better and better. And, um, you know, when I look at someone like a, a, a Gabriel Peterson siding, Carlson, I keep, I, there's another Peterson in the league, uh, forgive me for saying that, is that he understands his role on this team. He understands that he's going to have to fight for his job. And, uh, you know, I think that that's okay. Just if you take a look at the decor on this team, there are a lot of loose ends. If you look out there, is it going to be Lucas? Is it going to be Alexiev? Is it going to be Borgstrom? Um, I think that the options for the Capitals are growing um, as, as to what they can do out there. But um, I think that it was good for them to go out there and and try to address these situations. Because if we looked at, you know, the Capitals and other teams in the NHL over the years, the one thing that you never plan for, it doesn't seem like you can plan for enough, 
is injury. And if it's an injury where, you know, a player is out for a couple weeks, sometimes that's that's bearable. You can kind of plug and play a Bears guy in there. But if it's longer than that, then that kind of poses a problem. See Tom Wilson, see Nick Backstrom. So I think that that's what Mac is, you know, he's going out there and he's trying to do is he's trying to go out of his way to address any situation that may arise. And I think that he's done a good job. Um, and it remains to be seen, you know, if Gabriel will find a job on the Washington Capitals or will he end up be playing for the for the Bears? Uh, I think in any case, the Capitals are a better team for it. They have more options going forward because like I talked about, there's inconsistency um, throughout this team. But I think that this team is a lot better than they were last year. And uh, I really look forward to seeing what they can do, how much better can they be, and what kind of push can they make in the playoffs Lord knows they need to make it past the first round. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the world of hockey. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So this is just kind of going over the different players. These are new players to the cap. So I'm trying to make you a little bit more aware of who these players are. And I hope I accomplished that by talking about him, uh, Gabriel today. Um, I'm going to continue to talk about the new acquisition that the Capitals have made. But, you know, just a really promising outlook for this team as this is a team in transition. It's a team that's trying to capture uh, the Alex Ovechkin years and trying to make the most of it. Like I talked about in the previous podcast, signing Kemper to a five-year contract will most likely uh, see Alex Ovechkin through the remainder of his career. But what we're trying to do is give Alex the best opportunity to succeed uh, so he can ultimately get catch uh, Gretzky in his goal total, but also to try to get another cup for this Caps team. Wouldn't that be great? All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, and I'll talk to you next time.